come. Who ordered the research I sent around? I'm going to pretend like I did. Uh, okay. Um, how do I usually start it? I know I do the play at one thing. Something funny. Something funny. But do I usually say, like, hey or hello? Hey, it's your boy. <laughs> I don't think I say that. You definitely don't. Uh, hello, everybody. It's me, Oscar Taylor Kent, uh, your games editor of Player One. It's, you, it's me. <laughs> Surprise! Uh, my, I'm joined by my Player Two. Uh, it's me, Ian. What do you do? Oh, <laughs> I'm the editor of Official PlayStation. Oh, nice to meet you, Ian. And uh, player three... Jess Kinghorn, staff writer of Official PlayStation magazine. Excellent. It's almost you. like we've done this before. Um, so I don't know what we're going to talk about. There's so much to talk about that it's hard to know where to begin. Uh, where to begin. Um, so we start at the top with the Red cover? Dead Redemption 2. Yeah, uh, Red Dead Redemption 2, yes. Um, that's a game that they've been working very hard on for a long time. Eight years, I think. Eight wow. years. And it's finally coming out this October. Is it? Oh, yeah, it's October. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I don't say know. it is. Everything's coming out all the time. It's so hard. It's so hard. It's so hard to know. Um, so I've played it. Well yeah. done. And now I open it up to you to ask me questions. What do you want to know? Is it good? All right. <laughs> <laughs> Careful! If, you, if you're banging everything, everyone's gonna, you know, you might just cause a car accident. Someone okay. listens okay. to this in their Oscar, car. Oscar, Oscar, Oscar. I didn't play the first Red Dead. Okay. What make what? Why should I play this one? Okay. Well, it's not. Well, it is connected to the first one, but it's a prequel, so you don't necessarily need uh. to know. Uh, why you should play this one is because it's better than the first one, from what I've played. From what you play. In what ways can you talk about? Uh, I'm not really under any NDAs, am I, at the moment? I think by the time this is out, <laughs> yeah, the NDAs Yeah, you can say passed. whatever you like. But when we're recording this, I am still under NDA. So I just want everyone to know that it's a little bit dirty. <laughs> Ooh! <laughs> <laughs> um, I played the cowboy game, and I rode around on a horse. I shot some people, I punched some people, and I looked in some drawers. I bought all of the beans possible, and I had a, a decadent bath. <laughs> Explain what a decadent bath is. A, la like, this a is lady a washed me in the bath. <laughs> is this a family podcast, or is this rated explicit? I believe it's rated explicit, um, but there's nothing wrong with being washed. <laughs> You've got to get clean, because it gets it, dirty. How much did it cost in-game? Uh, I believe $50 for the for the wow. luxurious expensive? I think it's twice as that much. That is decadent. I think it was that much. It's, I think it's twice as much as a regular wash. But the thing with the regular... This is why everyone wants to know about this game. The thing with the regular wash is you have to tap the button hard to scrub different parts of his body. Uh, but if you get the, the luxurious... Um, I think the luxury? The deluxe. The deluxe bath. Um, then you don't have to tap the button. Just indicate which part of your body you want to be rubbed. <laughs> Anyway, um, next question. Isn't that what people wanted to know about it? <laughs> I think so. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's a prequel that follows uh, the cowboy Arthur Morgan uh, in the Dutch gang, which is the gang that um, you're hunting down in the first game. Oh, so, so... a lot of the characters that you hunt down are characters in this. Uh, even uh, John Marston, who is the player character in the first game, is one of your key allies in this game. Oh, I was going to ask, how does my boy Marston yeah, feature yeah, yeah. in this so one? Yeah, quite heavily, quite heavily. He's cool. not only just a presence, but cool. he's like an active... 
don't want to say party member because that makes it sound like a, a JRPG, but... Can you imagine? <laughs> Wild Arms, whichever number um, it would be A lot now. of the missions you do, you do alongside uh, other people in the gang. Uh, and he's one such one. I mean, that never really played into the first game. You did some missions in the first game where you were with other people. But in this one, you can do things like sneak up as part of a group and like indicate to to say John Marston like hey go and take out that guy over there sneakily or like that's cool cover me in, in cool. this position so talk about skinning rabbits you can skin them yeah uh, in the first game you skinned them and it kind of did a camera angle away and then there'd be like blood splatter on the camera uh, whereas in this one you see like a lot of the skinning itself with the rabbit um, that I accidentally hit on my horse um, rest in peace. <laughs> so he, he didn't hunt this rabbit, man. No, no, I accidentally ran into it and it made a noise <laughs> and I was devastated. And Did everyone else it, in the room playing it with me was it like got a very pop? upset. Was it a popping noise? or was it? <laughs> it's a... more of a cry. Oh. And then a, a cut short cry. Oh. That's so as sad. As it perished. Uh, but then I thought, I can't waste it. i got to go back and put this animal to use mm. for the for the good of its life. Mm. To respect it and honour it. As Don't a make its death be in vain. No, 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 no. Uh, but then he just grabs it and he just whips the skin off. Whips it off. Whips it off. Do we like that? Do we like that it's going to be more, no. more gruesome? It is quite a gruesome game, yeah. There's some gruesome bits in it. But I guess that's the harsh reality of the of the West. Yeah, it was um, wild. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> so then you put the rabbit on your horse and you can take it back to camp. Yeah. Level up that camp. Or you can trade it in at uh, posts. Oh, and I remember you telling me um, about... That the meat rots over time and can attract predators, is that correct? It can attract predators and bandits. If bandits see you've got a lot of <laughs> oh, high value meat. They don't come meat. sniffing. They don't smell. No, no, smell they see you're carrying like a lot of meat and such, and they will come for you. Because obviously um, you put lots of things in your horse. You build a bond yeah. with your horse in this game. Yeah. Uh, it carries like your other inventory items and stuff. So you've always got like a few guns with you. You've always got like a rifle. And like two pistols and like a bow, so it's not like you're not equipped. But if you want to change what that rifle is and stuff, you do that at your horse. And do you is the whole map open? Do you can you just go off and ride, or do you have to? Do uh, I could at, at the point I played at. They just dropped me in the open world basically and said, "Go, go, do what you want to do." Cool. Um, yeah, things happen out and about. You know, you know how it is. Things. Yeah. Things and stuff. It sounds like you had a great time. I at sucked Rockstar. some venom out of a man, Wait, and then they let me play the game as well, which is nice. <laughs> as a chaser, <laughs> um, you can talk to anyone. You can interact with anyone. If you see someone, you just lock onto them with like L two, and then you can like you can just press a button to just give them a greeting or like hold them up, <laughs> rob them, antagonize them. You can, can you greet flirt? someone, and then you can. Yes, the most important question: yeah. Can you flirt with everyone? Well, I got the bath. But you paid for that. Well, why are you doing this to me? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if you can flirt with everyone. Damn. Damn. But some people um, are open to flirting. Yeah. People, lots of people react in different ways. Uh, I don't know if, if you can just openly flirt with whoever. I'm not sure. Maybe that's not the cowboy way, is it? Yeah. Um, so I was walking through town with my gun out and someone was like... Put that put, away. Put away. <laughs> I spoke to someone with my gun out and then they just started shooting me. Um, if you have your bandana up covering your face as well people are not as friendly with you cool uh, you can sense. press a button this is just a list of things but it's cool <laughs> it's you can press list. a button to put your gun up in the air so you can shoot up in the air like you just don't care yeah because if people like witness you doing something they'll try and run away and report it 
So you can scare them into silence by doing things like that. Oh, wow. Cool. Yeah, there's like a lot of... The thing with this game is that instead of just being like a bigger world, there's a lot of sort of new deep systems. Mm. Uh, even when it's just like you're going into a, a, a room. Uh, maybe it's maybe it's part of a mission, or maybe not. Like, there's a lot more things to pick up and discover, and like read, like a newspaper thing or mm. something like that. So it's it's more about going deep into what you can do, as opposed to just going bigger. Um, but there's also a lot of systems that you don't really have to interact with, like bringing kills back to your camp, your gang camp, to upgrade it. You don't really have to worry about it if you don't want. So to. is it is it an RPG now? It sounds a bit. A bit much. Well, I have an opinion piece about this in the next issue, so that that topic is, is shelved for discussion. <laughs> but maybe. Teasing for next time. I like it. Uh, it's 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 a deeper, it's a deeper world than they've done before, mm. um, and they kind of touch on that in some of the interview that's in baked into part of this feature. So if you want to see what they they have to say about it, which is infinitely more interesting than what I have to say about it, <laughs> then uh, then you can read that and also read about my my impressions on it. Um, yeah, I played like just over an hour of it, I think. Cool. Around about an hour. Uh, they took us through a mission where you're on a train when you're shooting and doing stuff, robbing the train. Uh, looks like there'll be multiple train robberies in this game, by the way. Uh, you're in the snow uh, at that point as you're going there. Uh, there's like horse prints in the snow, of course. Of course. That's cool. Uh, then I was just like messing around in this town called Valentine where I bought all the beans. Um, I mean, made, made my gun. Robin? <coughs> no, <laughs> uh, I made my gun all gold. You can customize like that's, every part that's of your decadent. gun. <laughs> you can customize every part of your gun. You can customize your horse colors and stuff. Um, you can like you have to take care of your guns as well. So uh, they said it, it's it's the way those deeper systems kind of can give you an edge, but aren't necessary because they'll never drop below a certain amount of usability. But if you're constantly maintaining your guns, then they're going to be even better, basically. So if you use your gun too much in a, in like in the rain, it's going to get a bit rusty. Mm. So you need some oil and clean clean it mm. off. The catalogs are great. <laughs> they're all designed like sort of old Sears catalogs or something. So when you go into the shop inventory, he's actually like flicking through. So it's a lot of context. There's a lot of context to everything you're doing in it mm. that makes it feel more sort of real. I think it's that sort of realism that they're going for. Right. So, um, so you're kept in the world? Yeah, it feels like it. I mean, there are, menus. The oh, well, there are menus. There are sort of menus, but everything is sort of... All the menus are quite minimal. Like, they're only there when they're needed, and they're never, like, too intrusive. So, yeah, like, like going back to the saddlebags thing with your inventory, like, he's looking through his saddlebags, you know, he's looking through the catalog. Mm. He's, you know, when you, you customize your guns and stuff, like, he has an action where he takes out his gun, and you can, like, move it around in front of him and everything. Oh, and you can do it in first person as well, like the entire game. The entire game. The entire game could be in first person. (laughs) (laughs) I think it's cool. I I really liked it when they did it with the GTA V. It was great in GTA V. It's just such a a different way of experiencing that sort of gameplay and that sort of world. Is is the luxurious bath in first person? (laughs) Uh, No, actually, no. It's a different angle. I don't know if you can do it in first person. I don't think I tried. But I think when you get into the bath, it like... You're not over the shoulder angle. It's like you're watching him. He's putting his feet up, very Geralt style, like in The Witcher. You know, he's he's moving around a bit. You you and if when she comes in to wash you, you can talk to her about uh, this and that. Cool. He talks about taking baths with his dog when he was younger. Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah. There's like um, 
yeah, he seems like a pretty good character, a uh, fun person to sort of play as. Interesting. We don't know too much about him yet. Um, you'll be able to make choices that kind of help uh, dictate where he goes. I mean, he's always, well, I, at the bit I know about, he's in the gang. It seems like they'll follow you through most of it. Was he um, Was he mentioned in the first game? Do we know? Uh, I don't think so. Is he a character we don't know? I don't think so. I played the first one quite a while ago. Um, I recognize some of the names for sure. I don't really recognize him. I mm. mean, obviously, like Dutch and stuff are in, is in this one. Bill Williamson and yeah, and I'm, I'm just wondering if we know where he's going. What? No, I don't think so. I think that's, that's partially left open because you do have a lot of moral choices in this one mm. that kind of uh, dictate how he does it, and those all have repercussions that you can't necessarily predict. It's not always just good or bad. Like, uh, after the train thing, there were some guards left, and then Dutch just lets you decide what you do with them, because you've got to dispose of the train. So it's like, you could just kill them, you could just let them go, you could let them get on the train with you as you take it back, that kind of thing. And what did you do? Uh, that was, it was cut off at that oh. point. They were like, what would you have done? Uh, probably would have just let them run, run free. Ben shot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, but those will have repercussions, and it's not always going to be obvious how those will have repercussions because it's like i guess they could recognize you maybe later or maybe mm. they'll remember what you did for them and they won't rat you out uh if you like help them out a bit more so there's a lot of that kind of stuff um yeah it's good shots of people the gunplay is really good feels as good as ever you know you got the dead eye thing where you kind of slow motion mm. paint where you want to shoot and then he does it uh you can shoot everything from like the hip every gun can be shot from the hip Cool. Uh, you can fan, you can fan like the hammer of the revolver, of course. You can do like a little manual uh, flick to sort of reload faster or something. Didn't get too in depth with that, but yeah, story seems pretty good as well. I want to know what happens in the story, and I want to play it more. So it does sound like they made the most of those eight years of development time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They really wanted to stress to me is about going sort of deeper with mm. what the world is rather than just going bigger. But it is also big. They, they they inferred as much, yes. Big and deep. Yes, they they, they wanted to emphasise that it was deeper. <laughs> but also big. Uh, the water looks great. We'll be having lots of baths. Um, <laughs> at one point, I was riding from one location to the other, and then like the one of the rival gangs were there, and it, it was just two of them, and they were like, back off. And I was like, no. So <laughs> I laughed, and I shot them in the head. Oh, my God. <laughs> so bloodthirsty. And then they were, bodies were on the ground, so I took them over to the cliff, and I just threw them down. Oh, my God, Oscar. And they as they hit the bottom. Oscar, what? <laughs> they were bad people. Probably. They were bandits. This is a whole side to you I've never seen before. Oh, oh this is really cool. Uh, we've talked about it for a while now, but this is really cool. This is really cool. Okay. Uh, if you're fighting people which, with your fists, which you can do a lot more now, there's a lot more sort of close combat options as well. So he can go through encounters without ever having to fire his gun. But, um, you know, lots of different things you can do. Grabs, punches, ducking and weaving a bit. Uh, but obviously your hat can come off. It can come oh. off also in, in, in uh, gunfights as well if you get shot off. You can pick it back up. But if you knock your enemy's hat off, you can also pick that hat up and put it on instead. That's cool. But you can always retrieve your original hat from the inventory. Oh, that's cool. So you never lose your hat. You cannot lose your hat. But you can lose your horse. <laughs> and you can kill your horse. If you lose your horse, you can get it back to a stable. If your horse dies, too bad. Too bad. Oh. you got to get a bond going with it got to start again with a new horse. Yes. <sighs> That's okay. what they told me, yes. Can you steal other people's horses? 
Yes, you can. I think you can ride other people's horses. Yeah, yeah I'm not really quite sure how the bondage and ownage system works. Um. <laughs> I don't know. I've been looking it up a lot online, trying to get to the bottom of this oh, whole the bondage. Oh, bondage. Thing. Yeah. yeah, I've noticed. Um, yeah. Well. Yeah, I don't really know why I was calling to that meeting, <laughs> but I was just like, it's just cowboys, isn't it? Cowboy bondage. No excuse. Moving on. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's Red Dead Two. Any any more questions? Question? Well, Red Dead Redemption Two. It's actually Red Dead Three. Don't forget about Red Dead Revolver, which is available as a PS2 classic. No one. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yes, don't yeah. you dare. No. Don't you dare. <laughs> um, any more questions? I think we're done. Are we done? Uh, I bought I, all the beans. I don't want to know any more about bondage and ownership. Thanks. Um, <laughs> Okay, if you're sure. <laughs> um, there was a stranger mission I started where you have to um, find actual gunslingers that really existed. Oh, that's I cool. And, that's um, neat. I asked oh, yeah. them about that. Um, and it's got like little instructions on the back. Like they said, give you a photo. And then mm. you flip the photo around and it's got written down sort of about them and where, where you can find them. You can go neat. find them and stuff. There's lots of details like that, like things written on the back of things, and you know, looking through environments. And they're real people; they existed. And... I think so. I think so. I think I recognised definitely one of them. You recognised? <laughs> yeah. Hey, it's Jim. Uh, and they actually died in that same year, 1899, wow. by a mysterious oh, killer wow. who no one ever found. That's what so I wonder if that's the, the sort of tie in. It. That's cool. I'm down um, for that. Yeah. Eight years of work and a thousand people, and that's what you get. Yeah. Well, it's yeah. It's a really cool to sort of explore that historical kind of setting in such detail because um, there is the you know it's a, you know it's obviously owes a lot to sort of cinema and stuff mm. as well but there is that work to make it sort of historically kind of feel like you're living in, and doing things in that actual mm. sort of slice of history um, I mean you get things like that with Assassin's Creed and stuff as well but like you're, you're always a bit of a fantastical kind of person in that whereas Arthur Morgan is, is you know more of a real sort of normal person I guess I mean he's very good at shooting yeah. things but just people were good at shooting things back then mm. Whiffy. Yeah. Oh, you can do two two pistols at once now. You're wielding your revolvers, and they are different. So it's not like you're doing two of the same revolver. You can equip whatever combination of pistols you want. Can you dual wield rifle and pistol? No. Shotgun oh. and pistol. Nope. Not as far as I'm two aware. Shotguns. Two shotguns. Can you imagine? No. You have um. You have a bow. You can't dual wheel bows. No, you have a bow now for silent kills. It's actually quite tricky to do. You've got to, you know, it's not like uh, like in Tomb Raider where mm. you, it's quite wherever you shoot, you got to kind of take into account the dip and dive. Is this a famous Oscar TK segue coming on? Yes, because in Spider Man you also point and shoot a thing. <laughs> I, I, I think we thought we were going to say <laughs> talk about Tomb Raider. Um, There's no way to. <laughs> Now, if you think about it, the way Spider-Man, especially with his default web shooters, it's a bit like Gunslinger, isn't it? It's like a web, he's a web slinger. Oh. Let's talk about Spider-Man, because uh, let's not waste that segue. So, Because um, the way he does, he, it's kind of a bit cowboyish, isn't it? He's just laying off those web shooters. Of course. He's got so many different gadgets. He's always shot from the hip as well as a... As a... Yeah, it's yeah. A hero. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he's got so many different gadgets. Web shooting, impact web, which is a bit like web shooting, but harder. 
Yes. So, so, so obviously the game's out now. Spider Man. Spider Man. It's obviously out now. People are uh, playing it. So Marvel's Spider Man. Marvel's as we're Sony's as, Marvel's Spider Man. As, we're, as we're insisted, uh, they insisted on calling it. Yes. Uh, it's good. <coughs> Is that all? I reviewed, reviewed it. it. Yeah, I reviewed me. it. Yeah, I, I have a hundred percent. I do have the platinum. I think that's the slight downside to it is it's not is it's hard. Over. It's, it's over. not hard to 100% Spider-Man. Uh, I don't know. Some of the challenges can get quite tricky. But, um, I mean, I always do struggle with this um, when we're looking at games, is whether or not a game is, is hard or not. It's hard to judge when you're so good at games. Of course. It's like, is it <laughs> is it just a game that's too easy? Or is it too easy for me? I wouldn't know. <laughs> or just fun. Or just fun. Yeah. And but it is very fun. There was a sense I had that they, they've held stuff back for the DLC that mm. they could yeah, have Yeah, I mean, that DLC um, schedule is coming October, November, and December. Yeah. So it is like a rapid fire, like the, the slinger himself, the, the web slinger. Yeah. Quick. Sorry, there's a bank robbery in process <laughs> next door. There might be a bit of a buzzing noise in the background. Um, sorry. <coughs> um, <laughs> and obviously, Black Cat is the first DLC. Um, she looks so yes. cool. She does have some side missions within the main game. Yeah, but you don't really encounter her much. No, which um, is a shame because you want to. Mm. But, do you? Of course you do. Black yeah, Cat. I mean a lot of the side missions that do involve other people are kind of a little bit teasy, a little bit setting things up. Yeah, in a way that once again does remind me of the Arkham Asylum games, uh, which frequently had those kind of side missions. You know, in well, City I, with like Azrael in it and everything like that. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I would say. Particularly, particularly Arkham Knight, you had Asriel, more content. There's, there's more, there's more cameos in there. If you got mm. the Game of the Year edition, yeah, yeah, and you had it all at once, then it was great. Um, yeah, so I'm kind of wondering how that would stack up against how yeah. Spider-Man's uh, complete edition will stack up against. Exactly. I, th- I, th- I think once once they do release a complete edition, which I'm sure they will. Yeah, I mean, there's still a lot of content in here, and what's what's great about it is it's all fun to do. I mean, at times it does feel maybe a bit repetitive, but at the same time, I want to do those things over and over. You know, I want a web swing from building to building mm. constantly and uh, zip from, you know, one one perch to the next. Uh, <laughs> and I want to punch people in the face and then web them. Why are you looking at me? <laughs> We're having a discussion. <laughs> We're having a discussion. There'll be no webbing going on in here. Punching in the face. It's a web-free zone. Um, I just like it's a, it's a fun game to play. It's a fun game to swing. You can't do the web around. dome. That will come in the DLC. I hope it? so. Yeah. Hope so. Uh, um, but lots of things you can do. It's just a fun game. Lots of cool combos. I was a bit unsure about the combat at first because you got things like weapon-wielding enemies and and the big brutes. I think they're called like. It's just Batman's. Batman yeah, Arkham, yeah, but Arkham as you system. as your tools sort of increase and you level up your skills and stuff, you you get a lot of options to deal with with many different things. But essentially, you are just web swinging or punching people you most are. of the time. There's some, some stealth elements. There's not actually that many. Uh, there are some encounters you can kind of start stealthy and then you forced into doing sort of wave based um, mission stuff. Um, but yeah, it's really good. Um, I don't want to spoil too much about the story. But it I is, haven't played it yet, yeah. so please don't. <laughs> um, but it is just a really good Spider-Man story. And I think what's so impressive is that it's very obvious that uh, the people making it at in Insomniac are like big fans and they really understand sort of what works about that character mm. and what's appealing. And then kind of rejig that a bit and, and given us kind of a, a, a bit of a fresh take. It kind of takes things from other things. 
Um, but also it's kind of fresh in the sense that it's a Spider-Man that's eight years into his career as well. Hmm. So you kind of don't have yeah. to deal too much with the setup. You can just kind of explore some interesting things around these pre-existing characters we kind of know, but yeah. reintroduced to in this take. And quite a lot of them are different. I thought that that's quite refreshing as well. So even in films, you always have a you always have a film where it sets up a hero, whereas this is a, a game yeah, where, yeah, where yeah. it just assumes you know the hero. I mean, it's even great. in something like Homecoming, which doesn't actually have the origin section, it just kind of cuts that out. It's kind of still an origin, just a different part of his origin. Whereas, yeah, like I don't know though. The, oh, okay. Yeah, it's, it's more like the Spider-Man Two of the games in terms of films. Yeah. Right. It's, it's closer to Spider-Man 2. Is, what, all, is that your favourite Spider-Man film? Uh, a lot of people say it's their favourite Spider-Man films. I've yet to rewatch it. I did recently re- rewatch the first <coughs> Spider-Man, which is better than I remembered. Huh. What are your thoughts? Well, it was the, <laughs> the first Spider-Man film is the first, first uh, 12 rated film I owned on DVD. Yes. I felt well grown up. <laughs> yeah, it was uh, 12A, wasn't it? One of the first 12, yes. 12A classified oh, films. Because they actually released it originally, I think, as a 12 at cinemas. And then they did another run of it at cinemas under the 12A yeah. certificate. It did annoy me a little bit that, particularly by the end of Spider-Man 2, everyone seems to know who Spider-Man is. Not everyone. He's always taking his mask off. Oh, you mean they're talking about the train sequence? There's a whole train sequence race. It's like, oh, it's so touching there. But we all know who he is. Um, yeah, I mean, what I quite like about I guess that it was first it, was Spider-Man Was it the days before film. mobile phone cameras? Yeah. A little bit. Um... Yeah, just like flip phones and stuff. Not as much. Um, but yeah, what I like about the first Spider-Man movie is he's in high school briefly, but they do kind of rattle through it and get him graduated and mm. then he's doing a job and stuff. By mm. like midway through that film, if, if not before. And that's what you like about it? Yeah, I think so. Um, okay. I'm not even sure what he's doing in Amazing Spider-Man. What's he doing? Oh, what? He graduated at the beginning of the Amazing Spider-Man 2, but then what's he doing after that? Has he got a job? I don't know. Can't remember. <laughs> Can't remember. Rubbish. Doesn't does he work at Oscorp or something? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, the story in this one is good. Um, it's got great well, it's, villains. What, it's, it's a really good Spider-Man story, basically. Essentially, it's a really good Spider-Man and story. And it sets up a sequel perfectly. Yeah. I mean, there's lots, there's lots yeah, of little... give it away. Okay. I don't know how much is going to be covered in this DLC, but it sets up lots of little potential mm. hooks for things. It kind of... Because, yeah, in one sense, there's a lot of pre-existing stuff it kind of goes over. You've got you know, like Sinister Six people. It's not a spoiler to say it was in it was in a lot of the trailers that there is a Sinister Six um, and Mister Negative and stuff. Mm. Uh, but at the same time, there's lots of villains that you notice their absence of, like big Spider-Man villains, and it kind of sets them up as potentially being things in the future. It sets up a lot of a lot of that kind of stuff. Yeah. As well. Also, as you're finding things around the map, you find mm. stuff like you find. Um, the vial of the Sandman. Yeah, yeah. And you find Mysterio's mask, um, shard of Mysterio's mask. So it sets it up that he's fought all these yeah. people before, and you could even do flashbacks. Or yeah, you could do. Um, yeah, because every the 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 most prolific collectible is the backpacks. There's fifty five of them, I think, and each one does have a little memento token. And when you open it up, he gives like like two or three sentences about like this is the thing that did that. So it's pretty good. Excellent. The ha- the Halloween mission is good as well. Is that a spoiler? The Halloween mission is excellent. Yeah. I've, I've heard. Of, I can't wait. <laughs> yeah, the Halloween mission has a lot of callbacks to like sort of classic Spider-Man type you villains, know, villains and costumes and stuff. And costumes. There's so, a lot of costumes in this game. <laughs> uh, How many is it? Twenty-two. 
What was it more? I think it's 26. Going, 26. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, without, without any spoiler suits, what's your favourite? Oh, I'd like to be dark suit, the cat, the black cat. Yeah, what I like suit. about that one is it's makes it's the context of that suit exists within the game. Whereas uh, even some of my favourite other suits don't. Yeah. Because in this one, like he actually receives the suit. And he, I think he even picks it up like physically before it's added to his inventory. Because I think no other suit in the game you no. really obtain that way. I did like the Avengers suit because it's shiny. Mm. What Avengers suit? The one from oh, the Iron Infinity, Spider. Yeah, Infinity War. It's nice and shiny. It's a good one. I think one. if you pre-order it, you get that one earlier than you than you unlock it in the, oh, in the main game. Yeah, there's three three homecoming suits in that game. Is that too many? No, it's quite a lot. Homecoming is good. But... It's a good suit. I like that one. I use that one quite a lot. And He's the got, um, the um, classic cell shaded suit is brilliant. Yeah, that one is hurts my brain. <laughs> um, I, I think it's good because it shows off how photoreal the graphics mm, are. Because yeah. once you put in something 2D into that world, you suddenly realise how sharp and good everything mm. looks. It's amazing. It's good. It's a yeah. good game. Good game. Uh, I like the Scarlet Spider suit because it's, it's so cool. You know the one. I do know the one, yeah. The red with the hoodie. Yeah. There's lots of little design flourishes but in, you this, don't in like this iteration. But you don't like of all of the special moves, though. You don't like the guitar special. <sighs> Not that much. It's good for clearing. Web Blossom is obviously very good. And you get that early, though. So. Yeah, you can just hop into any large group and just do Web Blossom, and most of them are webbed up already, to be honest. If you do it on top of a building, you can clear the hole. Yeah. That's great. Iron Spider legs are good as well. Sometimes you want stuff to help punch through. Uh, although just the, the normal one you get with the advanced suit. Because uh, what do you think of the suit redesign, like the basic suit? It's pretty cool. Uh, I didn't use it that much. It kind of makes me feel a bit bad. I, I didn't just because there's better suits. Because it's the basic suit. But at the same time, it's an original suit designed just for the game. So it's kind of like... I actually mm -hmm. think, even though when I first saw it, I didn't like it much. When you see it in the game, it works. Because mm. the, the, color, the colors are particularly white spider in a game shows up really well it's, yeah. a, it's made for the game and it works whereas some of the other suits that aren't made for games mm. are a bit rubbish there's too many too many black suits in this one there's too many um, too many ones that look the too same too many Spider-Man 2099 what two <laughs> yeah we'll do the basic 2099 suit and the white 2099 suit no one wants those alright well um, I think the next one should be just set in 2099 should we segue into something else? Uh, you Games know, that begin with the letter S. Um, <laughs> Spider-Man once went to fight Lizard in Jungle. <laughs> <laughs> you know what else is Jungle? Uh, Sekiro. <laughs> uh, no, we also played Tomb Raider. Uh, I'm not very far in, so I don't want to be spoiled on it. I'll attempt so not to spoil it. So if anyone spoils me on it, then I'm oh. going to get very mad. He's going to flip this table, I, guys. I, I finished it. I'm on my new game plus. Oh. So I might have to ruin it for you. Uh, here's what I like. Um, killing people. <laughs> well, we established that early on when you told us what you did in Red Dead. Uh, it feels quite satisfying when you when you sneak up on a man. Yeah. Like this, I, I super you know, agree. You slit his throat. You, you know, yeah. You put an axe through his heart. 
It was kind of unusual at first. It was kind of so nasty. It is quite nasty. It's it's really all of these games have been quite nasty, to be yeah, honest. Both have. in the terms of the violence you commit and the violence committed so, upon you when you fail. So I wouldn't really criticise this as a Tomb Raider mm. game for being too violent because yeah. this trilogy yes. has been violent. So yes. It does make me cringe every time I fall down and I get yeah. spiked in the neck. Yeah, it's too. always in the neck. Why is it the neck? It's always so grim. <laughs> Why is it always in the neck? I don't like that. I quite I, I hunt oh, those I those know. out. Hundred <laughs> percent. Are you okay? Um, yeah. Are you <laughs> I tell you what I don't like about this game. Here's something I don't like. Go on in. hundred percent. I mean I don't get me wrong, on one hand I do praise the return of, of more underwater sections. Because yeah. for me that's a big part of the original games. Is being under that water and just panicking and getting very upset. Um, what I don't like is underwater stealth. Yeah, what is against that? piranhas? No, what is that? No, I, I, I gave that a pass. I, Why? I, I, <laughs> I was playing. I was like, this is terrible. This like a group of piranhas going around the same have circle. You, have you not stealthily swam past piranhas before? No, it's horrible. There's nothing. At least with the eels, you can fight back. Mm. The piranhas, piranhas is just like, oh yes, yes I'm dead so, so, now. Yeah, cool. Yeah. What is this Rayman two? <laughs> <laughs> I I didn't much. I love care. Rayman too. I didn't much care for stealthy piranhas. No, it was very confusing. I would just like to have just swam. Yeah. And now I've got a treasure box back there. I'm gonna... Yeah, I, yeah. I got that treasure. I had to go back and get that. I've done it. It's like not even. It's not even a, a bonfire that close to it. So it's a it's a very collectible heavy game. Yeah, it is. It is. Lots of documents to pick up. Lots of maps. Treasures. Multiple maps for the same areas indicating different things. Mm. Um, yeah, lots of picking up. I like I like picking up things. I like seeing where things are and going to them and picking them up. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I like picking That's up fun. artifacts, learning about the history, learning um, about the culture. Uh, what do you think about hanging people? That's quite cool. Brutal again, um, but yeah. It, it reminds me of one of my favourite features in Assassin's Creed 3. Go on then. Where you, you basically hang people yeah. from trees. Um, it was kind of right. frustrating that you had to then unlock for one that lets you hang them and hide them. Yeah, because yeah, you're trying to stealth your way through it, and it wants you to hang people. I guess, but that does give the give them fear because yes. fear is more of an element in this one. It, yeah, it's not technically. I wish they'd done more. It's not technically that. new to this one because it was in the DLC for Rise, but they yes. basically said it's new. And fair enough, I guess, if you want to say it's new. <laughs> it sort of is. Um, I did. I did love the um, the crypts and the and the challenge tombs in this one. Yeah, they're a lot more sort Ruffles. of fully featured than like going on a boat for like a minute in the last one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're proper, um, they're proper big, fun. Yeah, they were very slight before, and there's more of a distinction now between the crypts and the tombs. Yes, yeah. Um, I can't really remember what it is. One of them is more. Puzzly and one of them is less so. I think one of one of them is more puzzly and one of them is more kind of like platforming. Like one's full of traps and stuff. One's just like a big platformy thing. You jump around and push things and pull things. Yeah, the jungle looks super nice. I quite like the mud stuff. Yeah, like I still really enjoyed. I still really enjoyed the stealth in this game, but yeah, stealth feels pretty fun. Yeah, and I do like the. I mean. I like that you can lose them now in the middle yes. of a firefight, which I feel like you always should have been able to do. Yeah, um, it's some, some that... people don't like that, do they? Some people get annoyed in self games where you hide and then suddenly they forget you're there. But then it's not, you know, it is a yeah, game, and you have is. to give yourself a break sometimes. I found, I found in Shadow, I 
that it was mostly justified. You did have to give them the runaround and did have... To, I did feel like I had to confuse yeah, they still, them a bit yeah, more. They still know you're there. They're yeah. still, like, hunting you, but, like, they don't know exactly, exactly where. And then you hang them. Yes. <laughs> and, yeah. Which I like. Um, Reach out and stab. <laughs> I mean, it still doesn't feel quite as fluid as, like, Uncharted 4, which is, yes. for me, the high bar for almost every game where you can do it. It's a similar sort of ducking in and out stealth weaving thing but i don't know about the arena design and uncharted 4 so far compared to tomb raider i i kind of prefer there's a bit more sort of options for where to go and basically an uncharted 4 is all about the grapple hook which gives you that extra I think degree they're, of they're larger with the the action environments arenas in uncharted 4 are much larger yeah they're larger <clears> and you can use that grappling hook to sort of approach yeah. things in very different ways like sort of spider-man style let's talk about spider-man again <laughs> I segued. I couldn't. I can't help it. I segued. So what? What? Because I, um, I, I think I liked yeah. Tomb Raider more than you guys. So what mm-hmm. didn't you like? Well, I'm, I'm not that. I'm not that far into it yet. Um, I liked the beginning quite a lot. I thought that was quite. I liked the beginning. I, I, I liked the acting and the cutscenes and stuff. I thought. Uh, I thought I added a bit more to. He probably disagreed. I liked the beginning, but, yeah. but like, all the ideas and themes set up in that beginning, they don't build on it and it looking back I'm just now yeah, disappointed that is a kind by of, it that is a kind of dissonance I did feel as yeah. well is when because there is that weird bit where I think they used it in the trailers where uh, Jonah's like oh no we got you're wrong we got to stay and help them we're not going to fly out here and then it cuts them just flying out there. yeah yeah. Um, well that's so far, La- Lara's in charge she yeah wins. so far I'm a bit surprised there isn't more butting heads with yeah. her and Jonah because I kind of thought that was completely the point completely missed opportunity uh, that yeah. point where he had the parasite in his arm was gross wow well, it's fun parasites oh, are fun oh that's nasty uh, I, 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 like I, think, I, have a, I have a thing about that kind of stuff and I, I, don't I like think it. the biggest the biggest miss it does with the story is that in Uncharted, you they give all the characters breathing room to have their own yeah. side side missions or side quests. Or yeah, like you... where's Miguel's side story? <laughs> <laughs> Your favorite character. I hope he comes back in the DLC. At least, uh, you know, how did he get to that point? <laughs> or just just what are his children up to? Just just to, yeah. There's um, you killed my father. Prepare to die. <laughs> I sort of like I sort of like the bit where you're playing as young Lara. There's a bit where that you play as young cool. Lara. Kind of, I yeah, don't think it's a spoiler. It's very early on. Oh, yeah. Um, but at the same time, like I can't help but compare a lot of this game to Uncharted 4, e. which is just a seminal piece of work. E. Whereas yeah. this, I, this is fun and I'm enjoying it, but it's just is it, is it, it feels better, very is it much in the shadow Uncharted of Uncharted 3? 4. <laughs> the real question. Yeah, that's a real question. <laughs> Ooh, I don't. It's different. <laughs> Can't compare it. So far, I've been... I mean, I haven't played enough of it, really, but Uncharted 3 has a lot of really fun moments. Yeah. Mm. There's a lot uh, of I've... cool set pieces. Does this have lots of cool set pieces? It does, yes. Okay, good. Yeah. Does uh, it? It does, yeah. I, I, I actually felt came away feeling there were fewer cool set pieces compared to, like, even the first game. I, I remember f- a lot more cool set, set pieces. I think when you, when you get to be big... Mayan Aztec city midway through the game. It, kind yes. of, it slows the game yes. out quite a lot. I played that at preview, and it, I'm really looking forward to getting back to the to that bit. It's but cool. I don't know how that, far in that is. It's like <sighs> midway. Yeah, but oh, it, okay. it's, it does slow up the story. So all those big set pieces that you want yeah. come after you've done yes. all of that stuff. Yeah, like okay. she, she blows up. A, a yeah, it seems like I could do with a lot less of whatever this preamble is <coughs> I'm playing at the moment to get to that point. Like this first village is. Like there's, yeah. there's like side quests and stuff. You're in really it, only a feels, couple of hours in. <laughs> I, 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 well, like three or so hours, I think. 
But like every side quest in this is just like weirdly like stiff animated conversation. Yeah. I, was, yeah. I, I don't think that changes too. There's much. A, yeah, there's like a side mission where you have to like kill some people in a dig site, which is fair enough. They're not being very nice to the locals. They're, they're killing them. Yeah. But like to get into that side quest, I had to like go talk to this guy, and then talk to another guy, mm. and then go to the bar and talk mm-hmm. to another guy. I'm like, just let me shoot him already. Well, that's like real life, isn't it? No, I just shoot him in real life. <laughs> Oscar. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Contain yourself. But yeah, I don't know. I feel like. It could do with with some trimming of the fat. Yes. No, it, no, I don't think I could have done with more. More flavour, more flavour, but less fat. I wanted yeah. the Jonah missions. I wanted, exactly. I yeah, see what Jonah's yeah. been up to. So if yeah. there had been less of these these like weird village sections and stuff, and then just some Jonah missions instead, I think it would be better. Yeah. No, I remember you saying earlier, Ian, that you you wanted more. You wanted to know what was going on more with Jonah, and you wanted to do the uncharted thing of switching yeah, to maybe always, Jonah's perspective. He's always done like he's always been an interesting character in in the series, but he's always like underdeveloped yeah like yeah. he's not really in the first one that much he's in the first one right he is maybe, in the first maybe, one. I, I guess and in the maybe, second one he's there at the beginning and then I it's because it is it is a, you but you play tomb raider for lara crafting at the end of the day you, uh, you, you I, don't, I mean you play uncharted because of nate's great but there's a whole cast mm. in, in yeah. uncharted, isn't it but where you've come to like yeah, yeah i think what's sort of frustrating again with with this game a bit is that they almost do it in a couple of sections where they mm-hmm. almost do develop Jonah a bit more but they don't no. yeah um, it's really frustrating. I, to be honest, the series has always kind of struggled with that a bit. I mean, yeah. they tried to in the... Who did the weird trilogy? The middle one with the Cornwall <laughs> level. Is that Crystal or Core? That was Crystal, yeah. Uh, they, they like, gave her, like, a more... Sort of, like, a, there's a butler character and, like, a hacking character and stuff. And they, they were trying to do that again there, but they've but never really successfully... It's because the problem being, every time they do that... I remember when, when they did that and all the fans came out and said, oh, I hate this. I just want to play a Tomb Raider where I'm, I, I don't have someone talking in my earpiece and I just get to... Pl- do tomb raiding by myself alone like, like I used to. So they took it all out, and now people are like, "Oh, I wish you had all that cast like Uncharted has." So it's like, yeah, you can't, it's, you can't it's weird for such a, fans. I think that's for it's weird because it's almost such an old series that it now struggles mm. to find its identity. identity yeah. Whereas Uncharted knew what it was right out of the gate, so it hasn't really struggled. It, yeah, it. we wanted to be uh, what's that one you like, Nick Cage? Uh, National Treasure. National Treasure. Bring it back. That's <laughs> um, my national treasure video game. Yeah, they should do like they used to and just sort of reskin this one, just make it in the same engine, but you're Nick Cage. Asset reuse. Speaking of changing faces, I read recently that uh, Camilla Ludington is out as Lara. They might choose a different voice actor for the next one. Is that true? I don't even know what they're doing for the next one. They said this was the end of the trilogy, so. The Origin trilogy, but not the last game, yeah. is what I've been told. Well, I don't know. Yeah, they're not going to stop making too many games. I think they'll they'll well they'll, they'll have to shift <coughs> it a bit differently. Yeah. First person shooter. I don't know. <laughs> Please no. Well, Crystal Dynamics are working on the Avengers game, aren't they? Yeah, so, so I can't see anyone now. doing a big one for a while. So yeah, yeah. probably some uh, maybe they'll reboot it again. Again. I don't know. They need to God. find a new thing for it though, don't they? <laughs> so they can't they just have. Tomb Raider Four. I know. I know. Some maybe people, like a time skip, like anime yeah. does. Some people have kind of asked, should there be kind of like a, a Tomb Raider generation, almost like an Assassin's Creed take on Tomb Raider, where it's that just might a be cool. Big open world that you run around and do tombs in. That'd be good. I don't know. That might be cool. Um, you know where else are tombs? Here we go. Where are there tombs? Germany. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that correct, Jess? I'm just really. There are tombs in Germany, surely. Yes, there are dead people in Germany. (laughs) But are there tombs to be raided? 
Did you raid the tomb? No, of I didn't grave rob while I was in Germany, Oscar. What kind of lady do you think I am? Conmess, which is where Gamescom is hosted, and you played many of the. You robbed many games. <laughs> I believe this segue has become overextended. I'm gonna cut it back, like I I've cut down enemies list. in Sekiro. <laughs> Yeah, I got a big list of things you played, and we've been talking for a while already. So I don't know. Do you want a whistle good? stop tour? What's good? Yeah, highs, uh, highs and lows. What, should I just go through the list and just ask you about them? Okay. Uh, what's your hypometer for Resi? Wait, what? Uh, Resi two is it good? Uh, you fought G as Claire. Yeah, I I died because I do not deal mm. well in boss encounters mm. where I'm chased around. But yeah, it looks really good. Uh, shooting feels good. I'm just very bad at that kind of game. You got a grenade launcher in there. <laughs> yes, I managed to combine. I managed to combine uh, my ammo together, but I did not get around to using it. But um, acid rounds. Yeah. I saw other people using it. It looks really cool. Um, yeah, Claire's in it as well, as we all expected. I yep. like the animation on Claire and just the small kind of touches to her animation, how she holds herself in combat. Really cool. Yeah, I really dug uh, it. That Gene count is quite scary as well. If um, terrifying. Yeah, he's got, still got the eye in his arm and everything, but he yes. looks, looks gross. Super gross, super scary. Don't like it. Looking you, you forward don't to like it. it. Gross, don't like it. Shoot the, eye. Shoot the eye. Do you think that's the weak spot? <laughs> <laughs> hit it it's for true. massive damage. It's true. If you get hit in the eye, it's going to hurt. Uh, is um, <laughs> is Biomutant any good? Um, oh, God. <laughs> is that a yes or a no? I like it, but it's really revealing its more juvenile side, which I might not get on with quite as much. You have I, a juvenile sense of humour, though. I do, but not quite as juvenile as the demo I saw. The hands what are we demo talking about? I don't, are there poop jokes? Kind of. Fart jokes? Kind of. Well, like, there's a death scene that is particularly grim because it, it does involve that part of the monster's anatomy. Death by the end of a digestive tract. What do you mean? I'm not going to describe it because it's just too grim. <laughs> what does he poop? He poops you out and then Is that a you suffocate. Oh, so he poops you and you die. Yes. In a, among a mound of dung. Not a ma- not a mound, not in a in a load of dung. No. How do you suffocate then? I don't want to <laughs> paint you a picture here. I don't understand. If you've been released from his bowels... You haven't been fully released. You're stuck. Oh, so you've gone out the wrong way. You're you're halfway in, aren't you? You're stuck up there. Oh, we didn't pass through his stomach. You've you've partially passed out of... You're hanging out his anus. (laughs) Your death by killer anus. Thank you, Was I consumed? Did I pass through his tract? Or did I immediately? Shove? Yeah, if you fail, was I shoved headfirst up, or no. did I come down? <laughs> right. So you're you're you're, ki- you're fighting against the world eater. He eats you. There's a platforming mm. section section in his gut, and you can like climb up. In and, his like, gut. Yeah, yeah. There's like digestive juices and all sorts, and you can platform Ooh. up and whack his heart to kill him. Ugh. If you don't do that in time, if you get sucked down into the digestive juices, then you are killed by his oh. bum. So hole. you're inside of it, and you whack its heart. <laughs> Uh, It's a very artistic license approach to anatomy, yes. That's like what you do in Devil May Cry 3, and you also play Devil May Cry 5. I did play Devil May Cry 5. Um, uh, That was a good one. I I do like how Biomutant looks. Um, But yes, anyways, Devil May Cry 5. (laughs) I just wanted to clarify, I do still Um, like the So you played uh, the the Gamescom demo, you play as Nero, everyone's favourite pretty man. Younger, younger, younger 
white-haired pretty boy. Yes, I only played as Nero. Sadly, I didn't get a look in on Dante. No, um, they've, they've only just yeah. started talking a bit more about him. So we'll just talk about Nero. Yes. And his, and his fabulous arms. His fabulous arms that can explode and grapple and all sorts. I'm really into so the arm-based combat. this replaces his devil, devil bringer. arm. Yes. Devil bringer? That's actually, um, I believe the early trailers revealed that his devil bringer arm was stolen from him, which is why he needs oh, the Oh, it was stolen from arm. him. I just assumed he'd had it removed, but... Um, I could be completely wrong, but that's the impression I got from early trailers. Yeah, I'm not that sure. Was I haven't seen much about the story. Um, so, what can he? Do? Does his arm work kind of the same way? Like in the in four, you mostly use it to sort of grab enemies, basically. Yeah, you have like a grapple hook arm, and oh. that's pretty cool. I mean, the more you use it, the more style points you get. Like if you use everything in your toolbox. And, yeah, um, I mean, in four, it was a good way of breaking up combos because yes. you had the arm for grabs, and then you had yes. the your main weapon and then your gun also yes no um, it's it's really cool it's really really cool so um, like different arms have different special abilities and stuff yeah um, and you can lose them right or yes uh basically if someone if an enemy breaks you out of a combo your arm can ex- just spontaneously oh be destroyed and explode so how easy is it to get new arms um, in the demo I played, which was a whole mishmash of bits from the game okay. together, so um, the arm placement was pretty forgiving, but I don't know if that's going to carry so over. Wait, to the are final they just game. like on the floor? Or? Yeah, they're just like, I mean, Red Root City has seen better days, so there's just a bunch of stuff just hanging out on the floor. Some oh. of them are your robot arms. Um, um, yeah, I did see some fun pre order arms, including the Pasta Breaker. Oh my God. Which oh is an arm with a fork on the end and uh, the Mega Buster Mega Man gun. <sighs> I'm. I kind of. So there's going to be a lot of fun, goofy ones. I kind of want to pre-order just for the ridiculous arms, yeah. but yeah, you know, you got those arms. Um, but yeah, it looks really good. It um, does look really, really good. The combat feels good. The soundtrack. I mean, some released songs recently don't sound so good, but I was having a great time, like uh, well, jamming out to Devil Trigger. Yeah. Well, we haven't spoken too much about Dante yet, but in the new trailer, it has a mix of that of his battle yeah. song, and it does sound a bit better in the actual game, I think. I would disagree. But, um, well, I, well, I think the mix is better in the game than. Um, <laughs> You've got to um, hope. And it does have dynamic music as well, right? So yeah, as dynamic you're doing music. better com- yeah. combos, the music tracks kind of come in and change and stuff. Yeah, it 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 felt it was really a so really fun demo. Nero has his devil bringer. Yes. Uh, another character who has a false arm is the Shinobi prosthetic or Ningishu, as I demand on calling it, uh, is the main character in Sekiro. That was an artful segue, Oscar. Yes, Sekiro. Um, <laughs> so I, it, it doesn't work if we say it was good. It was. It was good. Okay. It does. It does. Uh, please like and, like and comment and subscribe if um, you want to smash that like button. Um, if you want to give me props. Yes, Sekiro. Um, Shadows die twice. I played it. I really liked it. Uh, I might have played it somewhat badly because it's me, but I really, really enjoyed it. Um, the, the 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 non-linear kind of aspect of levels I really enjoy in that there's more layers to it, like vertical layers. Yeah, because to... you got the grapple in the, in the Ningishu. Yes, the Ningishu, yes. Which um, is the Shinobi prosthetic. Yes. But I'm only going to call it the Ningishu. And all of the alternate weapons that you have with your Ningishu, yes. Ningishu. Um, are really, really cool. Like, I really enjoy the axe, I enjoy the flamethrower, but it took me a while to connect. Mm. Oh, this is resource based. I can't just yeah. shoot flames out they, of my palm or willy nilly. Yeah, special combos for certain situations, like the shield yeah. 
uh, that you can break the shield with the, yes. with the axe. But and that uses a thing. Set your blade of mm. flame, which I did trigger, and I was like, "This is cool." Yeah, so um, it's all about sort of one hit mm. kills, kind of, and, and breaking yes. poise as opposed to. Posture, I mean, yes. if you think, um, yeah, posture obviously is poison in the other games. Hmm. So if you think about it, like Dark Souls is quite defensive, I guess. Yeah, Dark Souls um, is super Bloodborne defensive. Bloodborne is all about like. It's super aggressive and yeah, dodging. Dodging and aggressive, and this is more sort of parrying it's and still quite aggressive, testing but defenses type thing. It's still quite aggressive, but it's uh, way more tactical as well. Yeah, I mean, they said like the whole revival mechanic, because if you mm. die, you can come back to life multiple times, and not it, necessarily twice. And uh, enemies sort of de-aggro because they think, oh, he's yeah. dead, my work here is done, I mean, and start a, walking yeah, away. There's a big stealth element to it as yeah. well. You can kind of do all sorts it, of assassination. It, I... I can't wait to see in what directions they take that yeah. because in the demo I was like this is a lot of potential I can't wait to see the finish like, but yeah the so developer cool. said that that was partially added in because it is just so hard mm. they're like because yeah. some people were like is it going to be does that mean it's easier and they were like no it's actually no it's, it's it is difficult it is difficult <laughs> you can actually come back to life because it's actually too hard otherwise <laughs> <laughs> it is difficult. Like the one-hit kills, look great. They feel great. They are sometimes quite tricky to pull off. Yeah, I mean, there's always been that thing in Dark Souls where even the weaker enemies can kind of catch you off mm -hmm. guard and kill you quite easily. They did whereas, me, yes. Whereas in Secular, <laughs> it's like kind of the whole point. <laughs> um, yeah, so um, that really is all about. To it. So with the the, the Gishu. Yeah. Uh, he has been augmented. Yeah. As you also are in Cyberpunk 2077. <laughs> <laughs> which they released that 50 minute gameplay yeah. uh, demo which was originally sort of done at E3 they, yeah. they changed it a bit for the release for everyone and the Gamescom demo yes. so you've seen that now also Yes. I've seen it already Yes. you've seen it on I've YouTube I've watched it on YouTube yeah. uh, I now quick? have the figurine they were handing out I now have one of those to call my own um, mm -hmm. I left yeah. mine in a grill somewhere <laughs> I was like no I'm not going I, oh the I, mac and cheese at this place <laughs> was very good they had where? little burgers as well. I can't remember what it's where called. You, where you left your statue. Yeah. It was mac and cheese that good. They deserved it. <laughs> <laughs> That's one hell of a tip. It was a good mac and cheese. Mm -mm -mm. No, I, I after, so, after yeah. your story of leaving your statue in the grill restaurant, I was like, no, this thing is coming home well, with me. I did me. it deliberately. I know, but I, I was I, like... I couldn't carry it. <laughs> it made me more steadfast in my own decision to have make one of those That's statues mine. That's my tip. Mm. <laughs> I left a sizable tip. Um, yeah, so yeah, I said it, it was really good when I watched it at E3. It did Do you two really agree? Good. Yes. Yes, it looks amazing. So I was correct. Yeah. I, I, I wonder Excellent. if a PS4 Pro is going to handle it. Mm. Yeah, it looks super good. It looks like it's going to make my thing... Sound like it's taking yeah. off. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. what's crazy about it is how detailed everything is, but also how big as well. Because mm. when they get in a car and they're driving around and everything, that, that, that area looks huge. Is it kind of GTA-like? In, yeah, sort it has yeah. that feel, doesn't sort it? Of, yeah. Is it like a cyberpunk GTA? Yeah, that, the driving yeah. they said was all like proper driving and everything. Mm. Um, so many choices, so much to do, so yeah. much to see. I'm already like planning out in my head what my version of V is going to look like. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, yeah. I mean, you've all probably already seen it, so you, you agree it's good. Yeah. Um, um, I don't know if this power was... Move, I didn't know. I don't know if this was included in the footage that went up, but in... The version they showed us, there was like an EMP field emitting katana. So um, I can't wait to see just how ridiculous weapon options get in the final game. Yeah, a whole lot of crazy weapons mm. that you use to fight. Go on. You also fight in Dead or Alive 6. Oh, yeah. Um... <laughs> <laughs> I saw a lot of tentacles. Yeah. Why? 
Okay, so on certain stages, uh, if you meet certain conditions, you can trigger uh, an event that will shave off a lot of health off of your enemy. And one of these levels is set on a pirate ship. Oh, and so the tentacle. Like pirates. Yeah, well. Swashbuckling. Yeah, yeah. Tentacles. Kraken tentacles. They will, they will mess you up. Yes. Oh. So is it, like, good? <laughs> <laughs> It feels... Um, it feels like there's a lot of fighting games coming out at the moment, especially a lot of sort of series that are coming back. Yeah. Because um, it's been a while. I feel like this, like, like Dead or Alive 6 and Soul Calibur 6 are kind of coming out kind of close. And it feels like it's been a long time for both of those. Since they, they I think they have a distinct well, identity, those yeah. series. I mean, it's a tough time there's to about release four them. months between them, I think. Mm, I guess. Yeah. But it feels like a tough time to be releasing these at the moment. Well, is you, it the space for Dead or Alive to come back? Yeah, I think you're not going up against a Street Fighter or a yeah. Tekken. What is so. Dead or Alive's core concept? Like, what is it that makes it different to, like, I don't know, Tekken? Sexy and then some. Uh, <laughs> not just that. Okay, um, that's some impressive eyebrow action there. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, yeah, no, it, this is, this is, it's, it's... It's still pretty sexy. It's not yeah. as when you, when you in your like, face sexy. Well, it's as quite accessible, games. isn't it? It, yeah. it, yes, it always it came across as like a very accessible virtual fighter. So it was, mm. uh, to me, even that's a deep cut now. <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> you're not a fan. There hasn't, there hasn't been one in a, in a long I time. Know, is there? I know. Uh, but you could play Virtual Fighter Five in Yakuza Six. Mm. Yes, you can. A lot of fun. Yeah, but yeah, Dead or Alive has been very accessible. It, they they are still um, very committed to that. You can play Virtua Fighter two. Well, we're not going to we're not going to get. <laughs> okay. So dead or alive. So dead or alive. Any more right. y- any more Yakuza references you want to drop in there? Dead or alive is not in Yakuza. No, it's not. Darn. 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 It's not in there. Is it in Shenmue? No. <laughs> is it? Is it in? You can get Virtua Fighter uh, toys in it. That's cool. You can get. I think Virtual Fight is in Shenmue. It is in Shenmue. Yeah. But Dead or Alive isn't. But Dead or Alive isn't, no. No. So it's sort of taken up the mantle of Virtual Fight. Kind of. It's not quite as technical as Virtual Fight, but it's it's, no. it's a bit of a fun one, isn't it? Yeah. Um, it's it's fun, and uh, the new Super Moves uh, yeah. and Super Meter um, do make it a lot more easy to pick up and play, a lot more accessible, mm. especially for people that like to button mash like myself. Yeah, yeah. And if, I think it got a bit of a hard time last time because of all the DLC. Yeah, so that was a bit DLC. much, right? Because I remember playing four and then being sort of up for five, but then it just kind of seemed... I was so a bit confused by it, I guess. Yeah. And then um, they released it for free, but then you mm. had to buy all the characters. So you only had like four characters. Yeah. Um, and that confused me because it's like, why would I want a fighting game where I can't yeah. have all the characters? Yeah. Yeah, there's been a lot of... Yeah, it's it's hard. It's hard. It's a hard market right now for fighting mm. games. It is. There's been some really good ones. Um, obviously, Soul Calibur Six is coming out soon, and mm. by the next podcast, maybe we should be able to, or the one after, Should've. we should be able to talk about it soon. We'll, we'll get our hands on it soon, like properly. We've played a bit of that, but it's good. Well, we'll be reviewing it in a new issue very soon. Yeah, Ooh. I'm confused as to what's happening, what? just all the time. Um, so it's, it's for Christmas period, isn't it? Yeah, it's games, games, games. So you got the a lot of stage changes in this. You got the yes. Kraken. Uh, big tentacle monster. Uh, also, tentacles are in Call of Cthulhu because of the old ones. <sighs> These yeah, you're so impressed. Just keep um, getting better. So what and is better. what is Call of Cthulhu? It's the official 
video game of the board game, I believe. Yes. That's what they say at the beginning so, of every trailer for the game. Yes. Uh, and in the two hours I played, that was pretty front and centre. Yes. Um, so does that mean it's actually linked to the board game? Well, <laughs> the way it treats skills and skill checks, it's very, very tabletop role-playing oh. game-esque. Um, so it's actually an officially licensed version <laughs> of it. Yes, you? Oscar. Um... So uh, it's it's from what I played it was there was wasn't a lot a lot if any real combat a lot of it is like it reminded talked me way of, out of the situation kind it reminded of thing. me of the council a little bit because it's sort of skill based mm. conversation investigation it didn't feel as deep to me but I only played the first two hours okay. so it looks, is it it's quite a long time <laughs> so yeah. what, what what are you kind of doing uh, is it I guess it's more sort of like you have more sort of freedom of sort of movement and where you're going, where you're looking. Compared oh to yeah, the yeah. You like you have a little bit more freedom of movement compared to the council, for example. So are you just sort of in this manor? Are you in like a town? Where, uh, where are you? You start off in the town of Darkwater, which <sighs> is very very similar to say Innsmouth, um, and uh, never been there. Don't don't go to Lovecraft Country. It's I wouldn't recommend it. Two stars on TripAdvisor. Um, yeah, no. So. You go to Darkwater because you've been asked by this grieving father, um, please investigate what happened to my daughter. Oh, she no. set her home alight after saying that she was seeing these terrible things and people say she was mad, but I know she wasn't. Um, so you go to Darkwater to investigate, to investigate a warehouse and then the manor itself. And it's uh, the manor was the high point of the demo. It was very, very suitably spooky mm, um, I've seen that a lot in trailers it looks... it, it, the game takes a while to kind of get going but um, the, I guess, the like, how did, manner so, is where it really gets going so do you, how did it avoid making you sort of feel lost Like, is it like a small area-ish it's quite small yeah okay, dark water so... at least is quite small and then in the manner you're with a policeman he's kind of guiding you around okay. and, say, and he has because so much of the investigation is tied to light so if you can't if it's not if something isn't well lit you can't interact with it and also being in light kinds of so did it kind of help take you through it sort of in a fairly linear sort of way or yeah did it seem like there were that many choices affecting you within that two hours most of the choices were dialogue based how do you want to handle the situation kind Uh, of thing so how did the skills sort of work in um well, it depends what you put points into kind of thing. Do you want to be... Do you want to just be look like a really strong, beefy detective to intimidate people into doing what you want? Or do you want to maybe flatter them and use etiquette to get what you want? Um, and, uh, for example, you, you talk to uh, basically a mob boss and she's not very happy that you're sniffing around and asking questions. Oh, yeah. um, so you've got a number of options for how to kind of get her endeared to you. Um, Can you flirt? No, actually, which was refreshing. From what I understand, you... <laughs> I know, I know. If right, I had, well, I'm not playing. If it I then. had the option, I probably would flirt with this mob boss too. I'm not playing it then. <laughs> but uh, yes, um, it's yeah. No, it's it's it's. I'm interested to see what the full game will look like and how it will take the skill system. As you investigate the the horrors of the old ones among the deep the deep waters that also uh, have horrors within them within the Dark Pictures anthology uh, Yes, Man we played that too Man of Medan yes. uh, Man of Medan Med- 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 How do we pronounce this? I like Man of Medan just because it rolls <laughs> off Man of Medan Man of Medan Man of Medan which is uh, sort of the spiritual successor to Until Dawn <laughs> Yes, I got I'm Supermassive Yeah, I big, I hear 
very uh, big. Yeah. I got really strong until dawn vibes, like visually and also in terms of like tone. But um, I only played fifteen yeah. minutes for that one, and yeah, it, it ended on a, a jump scare. Engine. It is in a different engine. Uh, okay. I thought the faces looked a bit goofier, but no, I I thought, oh yeah, no, this is this is. I, I quite liked how everyone was looking. Yeah. Um, so how is it, how is that? Um, well, the demo was. Uh, so it did feel edited for time, kind of thing. So it mm. felt quite disjointed. But like, it still seemed like there were choices having impact within that demo. Yeah, as, the choices as was the big thing in Until Dawn. The choices Dawn, in the demo, I'd say, felt a little bit cheaper than they feel in like Until oh, Dawn. Okay. Like, uh, especially the last choice. But it was only fifteen yeah. minutes. I, I guess it's because like the Dark Pictures is going to be like an anthology. Mm-hmm horror series right yeah so it can kind of do the until dawn thing on i guess a smaller sort of scale yeah so they can kind of have those choices coming maybe thicker and faster because by you know once the episode's done it's done on to the next one yeah no it was it was pretty cool it opened with like do you listen to your head or your heart or do you care about logic over passion kind of thing and i wasn't sure how that affected my playthrough profile i know right It's like, okay, madame, um, <laughs> hook me up with some spooky ghosts. Okay. Um, and um, then the final choice was kind of, do you leave your friend or do you go back and save him? And I, uh, The classic. Yeah, I chose to go back and save him, but oh, it turned out so he nice. had been turned into a zombie and now I was dead. Okay, write that down then. That's a tip for when you're playing it. Exclusive. Yeah, don't go back. Exclusive official PlayStation Magazine tip: Do not go back to your friend. Never go back. Isn't that the yeah. number one tip of horror? Don't be a hero. Um, <laughs> everyone's out. Everyone's out for themselves. Um, reminds me of what happened when we were playing Contestronauts earlier, but we won't get into that. That will be for another issue oh of the podcast. Uh, yeah. So, so you're excited for it? I mean, you like horror games. I I like horror games. I really liked Until Dawn for mm, all of its mm. faults. I have been um, waiting for a return to form from Supermassive since then, and yeah, I am some hopeful. Weird VR stuff since then. Yeah. yeah, they've been off the boil a bit. And I, I I don't think Until Dawn had any faults. I liked all of it. I mean, I like every bit of it. It's fun. I didn't like when you it had to hold fun. the controller still. I love that bit. I it was I feel stressful. like I feel like I was holding it still. And I what a great it, idea like, for a game, though. Terrible. Don't do anything. This <laughs> is such a good and idea. And it, it's not technically holding still. It it does is like it still moves on its own. Even if you're like placing it on a table, it's so you won't place it on the table and that you will. It vibrates slightly. Yeah. Yeah. It will. It will move. You have to hold it. Yeah. Um, Terrible. It's a great idea. I like, like it. I, I I wish I more games should do like yeah. do nothing. Yeah. Well, apparently <laughs> each apparently apparently each episode of this will sort of explore sort of different types of horror as well. So it won't just be like more Ooh, and more of the same. Yes. Thing. I mean, I guess this is different to Until Dawn because it's un- on a boat. It's underwater. Yeah. I mean, the sea is scary. The sea is scary. Because we already. So what? Yeah. So the first one was zombies, or, or was that just a, a sort of the, the 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 bit I played was you're on a boat. Don't die on the boat because you'll be trapped on the boat for all eternity. Um, and it was kind of ghost slash zombie type situation. Don't mean ghouls. These are clearly ghouls. <laughs> oh, it's Medusas and Gorgons all over again. Um, Ghosts aren't real, Jess. But I ghouls, know that. But ghouls are. I know that, but I don't know if Ian knows that. Um. <laughs> don't spoil it for him. So it's a bit like, what's that film with large ship? Not Titanic. Uh, <laughs> Titanic 2? Ghost ship? 
Do you remember Ghost oh, Ship? I'm aware of Ghost Ship, yes. Or Triangle. Triangle, I was just thinking Triangle. Yeah. I, to, there's bring, no, to bring the reference up to date. There's or... no time loop that I'm aware of, but um, maybe I got I got a whiff of some kind of timey-wimey nonsense afoot, but I don't know if that's okay. really well, going to be where that's it a nar- That's a narrative-based, choice-based game, as is Don't Nod's other, other game, Twin Mirror. Yes. Not Life is Strange 2, Twin Mirror. Twin Mirror. Where you play as a man. Who, who remembers stuff really good, except for when he doesn't, like he does in, in the demo. Yeah. He, and you have to... blood on his shirt. There's blood on his shirt, and he's, he's in not his sure mind, why. And he's there twice. Yeah. What's going on in this game? It's crazy. <laughs> How do they come up with this stuff? <laughs> what are they going to do next? <laughs> um, so, so, obviously the demo doesn't spill the beans on the nature of your double but um he does tell you i wouldn't go in that bathroom if i were you um and um i guess the question on probably many people's lips uh just just etched on there is yes. how close is it to life is strange uh and well, how close is it to vampire of course it is a choice-based narrative game don't worry there's no combat from what i could see in the i demo. love the combat of vampire I mean, it's wonky Bloodborne, isn't it? What's not to love? Yeah. <laughs> it's a great game. Check uh, it out. Yeah, no, I, I really need to go Give back to Give Vampire, Vampire actually. Yeah, I really want to go um, back to Vampire. So Twin Mirror is much more Life is Strange than Vampire. Yes. Um, it is very, it's very, very strong narrative. Uh, it's not so much kind of like your choices um, really super define the narrative so far in the demo. I don't know how, like much yeah. consequence your choices will have the demo didn't really touch that too much it was more about going to your mind palace and tri- trying to reconstruct the obstruct the events of the night before to figure out what on earth happened because you can't remember and that's very unusual for the character you play uh, okay he has an eidetic memory i was told by okay. the developers is that so like a real thing or is that one of those things that people are like photographic memory um yeah some people do just have really good rem- like memory but not in the same way, perhaps, as it's dramatis- dramatized in the game. No, Oscar. Yeah. Is that uh, always irritate me about Batgirl? Is like she she relies on that power a lot. <laughs> she also has that, as you well know. As a bit of a random, off, off. is that going somewhere? Is, a, is this a segue? I don't know. Segue? I just the way it's used sometimes in, in media is a bit. Convenient, isn't it? Yes, it is. It is contrived sometimes, um, but I don't know. I don't know how contrived it will be. I'll tell you what be. else about Batgirl. <laughs> what? No, no, not about her specifically, but the, I mean, Batgirl in, in italics. The, the what current, does that mean? The current run. Uh, it's in the, or, the comic itself. It's a comic complaint. I'm not super up to date with Batgirl, but she has the the eidetic memory, right? Yes, eidetic. Uh, eidetic memory. Uh, but it was like a story arc or something where it was like, it turned out she she could actually be better at fighting if she like, she could like turn it off. Well, her memory. Then, yeah, like her, her super memory, and then that made like because she wasn't using that part of her brain anymore, so she could fight oh, better no. in a way that was almost so good that it was almost predicting what the other people were doing. What's That's... going on? So her her superpower is. She doesn't really have a superpower, she but she's just so head. clever that she can remember things instantly. Really make but then she could turn that off to do fights. Should we not make her good at fighting? Uh, she could, she could. It made her mind too preoccupied with other things, where she had to to basically revert herself to being wow. just relying on instinct is this to, some, to fight better. Is this some like multitasking thing? Oh, I sub, don't know. Sub comment. I don't know. There? I haven't. I haven't read any more of it since because I was just so like. <laughs> 
Either, even Batman has gone off the rails in the moment, but whatever, we'll get into that. As much as time. I'm enjoying this uh, comic tangent. <laughs> so yeah, Twin Mirror is any good? <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I hope it will be. I hope it will be. It's different. I want to give it a chance. All right. Well, I think we're done. We done last game. Should we do one? Should we just touch on the Quiet Man quickly? Because <laughs> I cause am it, so it I mean, you two, you two love FMV games lately. I mean, Jess has got a really cool behind-the-scenes sort of piece with Devecki who oh, did yes. the Infectious Madness of Doctor Decker. Uh, uh, and uh, 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 what's yeah. the new game coming out? Uh, the the new game is the Shapeshifting Detective, which is as good as it sounds. Yeah, so re- read that because <laughs> it's a good sort of behind-the-scenes for people yes. who make FMV stuff. And this yes. new FMV thing, the Quiet Man. The quiet Man. He's he's quiet. Kind of, man. it kind of looks terrible, but it also looks amazing. But it looks like the best kind of terrible, and I can't wait. <laughs> what are you doing there? What? You, you, I, it's not been made clear. You seem to investigate. You yeah. fight. You fight people. You, there's FNB a love interest. There's a, there's a weird detective who's trying to catch you for doing stuff. You've got floppy hair and a yes. nice, a nice leather jacket. <sighs> Um, uh, there's a guy in a crow mask. There's a guy in a crow mask who I think is a serial killer who might probably may or may a not be killer. real, or it could be you, or it could be your brother, or as a, your your childhood friend who's a gangster who you kind of work for. It's it's a bit of a crazy, and it merges FMV into yeah. in-game mm. graphics, and I think the ambition is there. Yes, whether or not it's gonna it pans out. Yeah. Out that way. I think it will be interesting even if it doesn't quite hit the mark. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, Oscar doesn't like it. It's weird, isn't it? I don't I'm know. here for weird. I guess. I guess. I think so. it's one of those games where you look at it and you think, I haven't played anything quite like that in a while. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Experimentation oh, yeah. worth doing. Um, so before we finish the podcast, I also want to say Dragon Quest Eleven is good and Donut County is good as well. Is it? Yes, I finished it last night. Okay, it, just was, finished it was very chill. Well. This is it's like two hours long. Yeah, it's very short. Yeah, it's it's, quite it's, There's some secrets to find, but yes. it won't take you too long. Probably. It's the sort of thing you can play in an evening, and it's it's a perfectly chill affair, which is what I needed. Yeah, I would have liked maybe some sort of arcade mode, but it's just not that kind of game. Yeah. So I don't know. It's fun. Yeah. Um, so to close the podcast out, uh, which one of us won this time? One one. One. Which one of us won the podcast? Oh, me, obviously. Me, obviously. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. Why? What did you do? Yes, just give me your adoration. What did you do that was so special? It doesn't matter. Just pour your adoration all over me. See, when I wrote this down, I thought everyone was going to say me, so I feel a bit like a fool now. (laughs) You've got to write a new end to it. I've got to write a new end to it. Um, You're not allowed to to do it secretly when we leave the room. Yeah, I will. Um, As always... Thanks for listening. You know, there's lo- there's loads more in the issue than mm. what we just spoke about. Oh, there's a free gift. Yes. What is it? Say, Shadow of a Tomb Raider soundtrack CD. Yeah. Oh, a unique jungle experience. Or a just unique for, just yeah. musical experience. I did really enjoy the soundtrack to uh, this one. That is one oh, yeah. of the things I did like for Shadow. Um... We've also got a load of reviews. We got loads We've of stuff. Got in there. a lot Sound of reviews. Well, we have got a lot of reviews. What did we do? What what's in there? What, what day read? is it? What I year just, is it? What other features are in there? What's the other feature? <laughs> do you want another feature? Else? What was the other feature besides Red Dead? That was good though, wasn't it? Oh, it's about um, about Doom. Doom. Doom was really good. Yeah. How can we forget Doom Eternal? Yeah, we went, really we went to QuakeCon and saw Doom. 
It is good. Um, and you can read about it because we haven't got talk, time to talk about yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, uh, uh, subscribe to us, maybe. Tell, tell people about us. Yeah. Tell people about ask me. Ask us questions for next uh, issue of the podcast. You can follow us. Yeah. Ask us some questions. You can follow us at OPM underscore UK on Twitter. Yes. We're also on Facebook. You can email us OPM at futurenet.com. Put like podcast in the subject. If you want to ask us a question or tweet us a question, uh, emailing is probably easier for me, but you know, whatever. <laughs> uh, follow me on Twitter at Mr. Oscar TK. Are we doing this? Well, I mean, I just, just follow I me. have the weird German handle on Twitter. <laughs> oh, they don't have to follow you. It's just me. It's oh, fine. okay. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> I, I can't remember what mine is. Because I won the podcast. <laughs> no, you didn't win. What? It's too late now. That's the retcon my... ending. Oscar's uh, now won. Ian Dean 4. Yes. <laughs> I, put a lot of e- I put a lot of effort into mine. Yeah, uh, you what, say, say yours again. Koenigin Katze. Was it? Sorry. Koenigin Katze. Okay, thanks. Uh, <laughs> thanks for listening. I need this. I need a nap. Me too. <laughs>